Welcome back to another KMIH 89 The Bridge live broadcast. I'm here with Woody and I'm Sophia. This is our very first varsity home game of the season. How are you feeling today, Woody? Uh, I'm feeling great. Excited to be here. Uh, excited to see what these girls put out on their first home game with the uh, with the atmosphere. All right, so it looks like we're about to get a kickoff. Each halftime is about 40 minutes, and today we were playing against Ballard. This might be a little bit of noise in here right now because we do have some people on the side announcing, but I think we're going to be okay. Starting off, I believe today's captain for the Islanders is Audrey Chris. Correct me if I'm wrong. So I believe she's going to be leading our Islanders team today. Unfortunately, right before this broadcast, we had the junior varsity team lose 1-0 to Ballard, but hopefully there's going to be some better stuff going on for this varsity team. What do you think, Woody? Uh, from my experience as a Mercer Island soccer player, usually when the JV team puts on performance and they work hard, it inspires the uh, varsity team to also put a performance and to show them I mean, truly, it's just showing what the difference is between that team and their team, and they're willing to work harder and to put out a show for us fans out here. Yep, and we have kickoff at the moment. It's been 20 seconds since kickoff. The ball has been mostly on Ballard's side with a couple sloppy touches, but Mercer Island's been trying to recover it. Ballard's number eight defender, Peyton Nakagawa, has been doing a great job of clearing that ball out already within these first 30 seconds or so. Looks like we have some out-of-bounds for the Islanders. I don't know ex exactly which way it's going, but... I ba Ballard's still on the ball. Ballard's still on the ball. Looks like it's got a little bit of a crossover in there, but they're trying to bring it up the back sideline. Islanders is currently unsuccessful, but they're making a good play for it. It's constant little ping-pongs. We're just barely even a minute into this game, and we can already see the tension between these two teams. Like, this isn't even a conference game, Woody. This is just the first minute. <laughs> what do you think we're going to see in this first half? Um, I mean, this first half starts about, I mean, who controls the game, really. So far, so it's like Ballard's, it's, I mean, obviously, like you said, one minute in, it's difficult to tell who's going to control the game. But as of right now, it looks like Ballard is controlling the, the game, and their game plan is to keep the ball and to move it around, switch play, and we'll see how the Islanders deal with that. And it already looks like they have an incredibly strong midfield. Although, now that I say that the Islanders have regained possession right here on around the 50-yard line with Mia Shanovel taking it up the right side. Playing it's a it good crossover to Sammy Weiss, but can she make the good crossover? And no, it doesn't make Audrey Chris. She recovers it, gets a good cross in, but I, oh. nobody has been able to get ahead on it yet. Hit the bar. Someone got ahead on it, hit the crossbar, but it was not in, sadly. We didn't catch the number for that, but it looks like Addy was able to get that. I'm not too sure if that was a cross or a shot, but if it had gone in, I'm sure she would have taken it as a shot. Exactly. Shots, goals, as long as it gets a point on the board within these first few minutes, Islanders are fine with it either way. Looks like we have a pretty full house here with both fans from Ballard and the Islanders with these giant moves by these, like, just, you can see it. The very first home game of the season. Especially pre-COVID, um, the American football is like this as well. I mean, obviously, American football is a bit more packed than this, but... I think this is what people have missed uh, the most about high school is this experience coming to a, a home game, especially the first one. And we'll just see uh, what advantages Mercer Island get from having that home team here. Yep, and we've had a couple of throw-ins just bounced off, off the Islanders and back out. So it's just been kind of going back and forth and back and forth to Ballard. Hopefully they can regain some solid possession on it, but they really got plenty of time to do so. But it's been mostly in Ballard's half. You can see one of the Islander players, our goalkeeper, is just way up on her line. And is just slowly pushing back whenever the ball comes. But she feels no need to have to stay back too far, especially with how this gameplay is going. Looks like we got a couple crosses and a long switch field to number 14, Reese Carlisle. Although the Islanders have regained a little bit of possession. 
on the middle. Got, got number eight, Addie Waterman, who's been doing a lot in this midfield area. Let's see what else she can bring to this team, especially her partnership with Mia Shanafelt. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely this right, everything that we've had, the two attacks we've had has come down this right side. Uh, some combinations, some nice one-twos uh, running off other people. And as we'll just see how Ballard adapt to that and how Mercer Ireland continue to push through it as they see it. it's yes. an opening. And looks like we tried to get a quick cross into the edge of the box, but it was blocked by Ballard's defender. Number 19, Harper Anderson. Also, I think that Mia Shanafelt and Addie Waterman duo is really deadly because Mia Shanafelt, she's pretty small, but she is fast, and she can get around so many defenders, whereas Addie Waterman kind of brings the size for that. We got an Islanders throw in right now by Mia Nakano. I played soccer with her freshman year, and she was a great player. All right, looks like we have some tussling in the box, but Valor was able to clear it out to about the 35-yard line where Annie Wellman was able to bring it upfield for Ballard. Valor making an attempt on the left side, but it has been cleared out by one of Mercer Island's defenders. And we got a breakaway here on the right side of the field. Number six, Audrey Chris, Mercer Island's captain, but is unfortunately not good enough. Just the play and pace of this game is pretty great, especially with all the tensions growing up for this very first game. You saw it in the football game. You attended that, right? I did attend the full game. It was definitely, it was, I mean, it was packed. I mean, it was, it was what everyone's been missing. And, uh, Unfortunately, we did lose, but we might not have a repeat here. And it looks like one of the Islanders players tried to make a shot on it, but it didn't have enough power on it, and Ballard's goalkeeper was able to save it. Ballard's goalkeeper gets a pretty good little hit on that, brings it all the way back to the Islanders' side, but looks like they have been able to recover it and try and push it. In terms of possession, what are you expecting from both these teams? I mean, as of right now, it looks like Ballard are really into popping, like just keeping the ball in the midfield, which it takes skill to do that coming from another soccer player, but it does have its risks just like that as Merceran dispossesses their midfield and they win the ball in the high area, which is always dangerous for the counterattack. Yes, and I believe, let's see, Ani Hag of Ballard, she's their senior goalkeeper, and she's already made that one pretty good save. It might have had a slow pace on it, but the angle that was pretty weird, so I'm glad she got ahead on that. Maybe not glad, well, but that was a good save. Definitely. Good. All right, Brown's got to kind of throw slow in on the far side of the field, Ballard's side specifically. So it looks like Kaisa Olsen will be taking that for the Islanders. If they can get a long enough ball in there, it could create an opportunity for a good cross and possibly a header towards goal got nothing so far just quick little block offs six minutes into this game and nothing too exciting we've had a save be made shots a couple of them some pretty good field switches what do you think the score is going to be today um i mean it's hard to tell you know only a couple minutes into the game just like almost 10 minutes left uh in this first half and like like i've been saying ballard's been keeping the ball but they haven't really surpassed the midfield line, and uh, as you can see, Mercer Ryan keeping that high line, making sure everyone has a has someone to mark and not letting anyone have any space. Yes, and especially Sammy Weiss, we saw that earlier, and actually, hold that thought, we have a little bit of a breakaway, never mind, it has been cleared. Sammy Weiss kind of rocketed one over the crossbar a little bit earlier as we were discussing score predictions, and just the power on that kick, if she can get that from maybe a little farther out and put a little more... I would say that little bit of depth on there, that could have easily been in the back of the net. So hopefully we can bring her potential or have the Islanders bring her potential to the maximum and just create more and more chances as they are. They have plenty of pressure right now, but they can't waste all of their energy within these first six, seven, eight minutes. 
We got some Ballard throws in. Actually, Ballard's getting some possession on here. And also, quick reminder that Mercer Island is in maroon, their home colors, and Ballard is in white and red. So, white and red, Ballard's, Ballard Beavers, I believe, are the mascots. So that's Ballard gonna be Beavers. It. Beavers versus the Islanders. We'll see how it goes. I almost went to Ballard myself, actually. But then I ended up moving here to the island. All right, looks like Ballard turned over their little defensive tactic, I guess is one way I would put it, but... Islanders have regained control, and now it's out of bounds. All right, Mia Nakano seems to be the go-to defensive throw-in. She's got a rocket on her throws. That's great to see, especially someone with that arm strength and, and this size of a field. Well, not really this size, but just, how would I say this? Maybe how these teams move. Would you have a better word for that? Uh, unfortunately, I do not. I think you're on your own here. I'm on my own. All right, that's fine. We'll figure out one another time. I should have looked in a dictionary before this. Got to get some more words out here. All right, looks like Ballard's number 15, Jaden Hellman, has been trying to clear this out. I'd say Jaden Hellman and Harper Anderson are the ones that have been really making this, and especially because Harper Anderson is a freshman. A freshman making so many plays for this team is quite amazing, especially for such a high-level team. And this is not a conference game. It is just, I don't, I don't know, what, what are they called when they're not conference games? All I know is that Mercer Island's 4A, Ballard's 3A, so you don't often see matchups like these, which kind of brings it in even more attention such. All right, we've got a little shove down on the 40-yard line, but it looks like Ballard's number 16, Stella Rubel, has been un able to pop up nice and quick. We've got some people on the edge of the box, Ooh. but it is intercepted in the middle. If it was able to make it to Sammy Weiss, that could have been a really good shot on goal, but no. All right, what else do we have here? It looks like Mia Shanafelt is pushing pretty far back. Not, a, not a lot of her team is following. It's interesting. Exactly. When she passes it to the keeper, but nobody else is following the ball. Oh. All right. We've got Kaisa Olsen trying to make up a tussle on the left side of the field, but it doesn't look like she made much success on the Ballard regain control. Been trying to switch the field through high balls, but Mercer Island's been kind of getting back on top of it. Now that I say that, they have also pushed it back up into the field. Oh. oh, we got a foul down on the south side of the 50. We're going to see who takes it for Ballard. Number eight, Peyton Nagawara. She was there earlier. Would not be surprised if they decide to chip this into the box. Or in high school, you always look for those. Yes, but definitely. chooses not to this time. We might see a deep cross, though, as those can be very dangerous in high school. Yes, especially. And especially with the heights of some of these players. Some may be short, but that means they're fast. And now that I said that, Sammy Weiss is able to get a breakaway down here for Addie Waterman. Addie Waterman gets one into the middle of the box, but I believe the keeper will get there. Yes. Unless it gets recovered, but the keeper has recovered that. There was a bit of a tussle of heads in the box, but Ballard's keeper, Annie Hag, was able to get there fast enough. We had a couple heads, I want to say. Mercer Island's number seven, Leela Jacob. And Mercer Island's number eight, Addie Waterman. We're both able to get there, just not in time and not on target enough. All right, now that I said that, the ball is on the other end of the field. Mercer Island's half. We've got two Mercer Island defenders, yet they were indeed successful against Ballard's number 10 and 14, Catherine Mullins and Reese Carlisle. Got a quick little stop on the field as they recover the ball from the track sideline. We're 10 minutes into this. 0-0 score and a lot, a lot of possession coming from these Islanders. What do you expect from Ballard? Now, if Ballard wants to step it up, what do you think they need more? Um, on, I don't think they should really change from what they're doing. I think they're trying to do the right thing, which you always like to see, um, especially from high school. You know, you don't really see a lot of combination from high school. You see more of the uh, 
Boot ball, I believe, is the technical term. <laughs> Boot ball. All right, I'm going to use that from now on. Oh, oh we got a little bit of fuss on the box. Our keeper isn't able to get her hands on it, and there's four Ballard people in the box. But Looks well recovered. Yes, well recovered by Kaisa Olsen as she pushes it out. Oh, but now let us say that Ballard is back on the attack. Ballard's passing it back to their Stella Rubel. That is their center defender, I want to say, who's been able to control that backside of the field. And we got a bunch of the majority of the Islander players are all on one side, kind of marking one. I believe the Islanders need to spread out a little. Now that I say that, I guess Ballard's trying to push it back to the defensive passing rondos. Is this practice where you do rondos a bunch? I mean, like, like I was saying before, Ballard almost got through. They're trying to do the right thing. They're passing the ball about one time. It's looking very nice from Ballard. It's looking... I, I think... I think it's a bit controversial that Mercerion have had the better chances because right now, to me, it looks like Ballard are playing a little... I hate to say it, but it looks like Ballard are playing a little bit better than Mercer Island's uh, As we football. say that, we now have someone that tried to make an attempt on the edge of the box, but she couldn't get the right touch on that. We got out here in Islanders Jungle Stadium. The sun is setting. I believe the temperature is around 73-ish degrees, so it's a pretty warm and humid day, especially for soccer. But... I'm sure the I'm sure the players will be feeling that. Yes, definitely. But looks like uh, we have a lovely trainer. Her name's Joe, for the Islanders. She's probably got some pretty good stuff worked up for them. Oh, we got a shot on goal blocked by Ballard's goalkeeper Ani Hag. Great save by her. She didn't get a complete hand on it, but she was able to get the rebound off that. Islanders taking their time to reset their spots, find good spots as Annie does have quite a kick. Which has reached, made it reach. How far? How far is that? Do you think? Maybe solid. For that's that's about fifth, plus. about maybe sixty, mm, maybe fifty-five yards. Yeah, I think. that's pretty good, especially for a goal kick. Oh, oh, we got a shot on goal, maybe mm. coming up until our keeper was able to get it in time. All right. Let's see what we got coming here. We got a. Is that a punt? Yes, I can't see because of this little window frame <laughs> in our way. All right, looks like we were able to get that, but we do have some shoving around on the 40. It's a pretty aggressive game, if I do say so. I think everybody's just hungry for their first win of the season. I think I think that's what high school is all about, though. I feel like, although Ballard are trying to play the pretty game, um, Mercer Island are playing the game that Mercer that I would say high school soccer is all about. Mm -hmm. And Kaisa Wilson on the left side is able to get it to the middle, but is recovered by Ballard. She almost had a good chance there with Addie Waterman and Audrey Chris, but Ballard's defenders were able to get there in time. Again, Ballard's working with their defense, just trying to almost... I don't see why they'd try to stall the game, but just that same little tactic of passing around with the Rondos, just trying to regain control of that ball. We almost had a through ball there to Mercer Island's number 20, Liv Tellerman, but she was not able to get there in time. Liv and Mia Shanafel are both those two players who are don't have the best height and size, but that also gives them the advantage of being really short and being able to play those winging positions. And you can just see her. See Liv on the far left side of the field. She's just been going back and forth and back and forth, just like Mia Shanafel. And if they are able to partner with those bigger midfielders, I think they can make a really big product here. What do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, wingers are all about that pace. It looks like they have it. And uh, it looks like Ballard's wingers also have the pace and the tricky feet. Yep, it looks like Ballard's number 10. Catherine Mullins is trying to get something out of there, but it has rolled out behind the goal. Looks like we got two subs coming on for Mercer Island. Number 21, Mia Shanafelt, is coming back on, and Katie Pedersen is two. Got number nine, Mac Hamilton, coming off, and same with Liv 
Tellerman. Both of those have been our first substitutions of the game, I believe. And it looks like Ballard's number 14, Reese Carlisle, would be coming off too. Reese is one of those midfield, or maybe, how would I call that? Center back positions that have been having a pretty good effect, positive effect with this Ballard team. You saw that her earlier on that back middle side to be able to control a lot of that defensive area. She and Peyton Nakagara was probably the two that you want in the back most for this Ballard team right now. Looks like we got a little bit of an out. The ball still on the Ballard side of the field. But I don't really know what's going on here. We got Mia Nakano with her thunderous, how would I say this, thunderous throw-in. Thunderous throw. Yes, thunderous throw. Can we trademark that? That sounds think, really cool. And we should. All right, thunderous throw, trademarked. 88-9, the bridge. All right, Islanders taking their time here. Mia Nakano, let's see if she can get another big one coming out here. Because it looks like we have Mia Shanavelt. We've got two Mias on the far left side. So if those two can work together, it'll be a very great product. We've got another Mercer Island throw in here that's kind of bouncing off those Ballard players. This is pinball. But hopefully they'll be able to get it into that actual box, especially with Mia's pretty good of a throw right there. We're able to get ahead in the box. And if Leela Jacob can get a volley off that, that could be a goal right there. It's looping. It's a little high, but... Ani Hag is able to get there first. It's a great shot by Leela Jacob and whoever was able to head that ball in, but great attempt by Mercer Island, but as do that, Ballard have switched the field. Hmm. Ballard's number 10, Catherine Mullins, another player that we've been hearing the name a lot of, has been doing a lot in that midfield position. So who are your go, maybe not go to, go to three players? for Ballard's midfield? I mean, I think they're starting uh, midfield right now, especially, I mean, yeah, I guess they're just their starting midfield right now. Um, I don't think they should really change much from them, and I think they should try and combine through them and using their technical ability, mm -hmm. which I believe is why they've been placed in the position that they are, and play through them and find those fast wingers and those mm -hmm. uh, fast forwards that I believe might be a bit of a struggle for Mestran tonight. Yes, although if you keep in mind that those players will also have to match the Mia Shanafelt and Liv Tellerman combo on the field. So just seeing those battles go down is going to be a very big excitement here at Islander Stadium. We've got to cross in, but no Islander was able to get a foot on that at the time. But if they were, that would easily be in the back of the net because Ani Hogg was not even close to it. Although... Uh... Although Ballard have had most of the possession, Mercer Island have been creating the most, most yes. clear-cut chances. And, like, possession doesn't mean anything if you don't make enough chances that might lead to the ball in the back of the net, which I think Mercer Island needs to realize, or Ooh, Ballard for that matter. Face. We got a little hit on the face there. Is the player okay? Looks like number five, right. Lucia Montenegro, just got that straight in the face. Looks like the ref's going on to check, on, check her, but I think she's okay. I can tell you right, I've been on a been on the receiving end of some face you hits and by me a ball. Both, you and me both. <laughs> Mercer Island's trainer Joe is kinda looking there a little worried. Seeing, hey, do I need to step in here? But it looks like she's okay. Handball on the islanders. Yes. Let's see if the ball will be switched to the other side of the field, because Mercer Island's goalkeeper has only gotten maybe one, two touches, give or take, on this ball tonight. Looks like Mercer Island are preparing a sub for this next outage of play. Mm -hmm. Number 19, Jenna Martin. She's a sophomore, and she's also in our radio class. She is in our radio class. Yes, 
So hopefully she does great in this game. We can see her coming on. I'm kind of curious to see who she's going to come on for. So I think great to see. I believe she is a forward, so yep. we'll see. Oh, Ballard manages to keep it in. Apparently not. Mm -hmm. Referee sees otherwise. Yes. I believe that was offside, actually. He lifted his flag up, so I think Ballard's number 10, Catherine Mullins, was offside. All right. Mercer Island had a free kick, but I think they kind of gave it back away to Ballard. But they'll have more opportunities to come. We're only halfway through this half, or even a quarter through the game for that matter. Looks like Jenna Martin is coming on for Mercer Island's captain, Audrey Chris. That's going to be a very big role for her to fill. See if she has the potential to do that. Mercer Island's number five, Samantha Weiss, is also trying to get some good possession in there with the help of Mia Shanafelt. Samantha Weiss is currently breaking everyone's ankles in that box and has decided to just give it back to Mercer Island's keeper. Mia Nakano on that right side, I think, is playing a pretty good role, not only with her thunderous throw-ins, but she's also a pretty big wall, if I do say. One of those defensive walls when it comes to the sport. I'm really glad she's able to do that, especially on the Islanders' right side, Ballard's left, and if you just have one of those strong left wingers, like Ballard does, as we've been able to see this half, that's so important to have a quality defender. Looked like we had a really great tackle by Mercer Islands, number 14, Katie Peterson. She's a junior, and she absolutely took out one of those girls without actually hitting the girl herself. We got a cross in for Ballard, and it looks like one of our defenders, number 7, was able to block that off in time, Leela Jacob. The ball's back near the halfway line. Mercer Islands slowly relieved of their stress. But Minakano's trying to push it up there to Addie Waterman. Okay. Mm -hmm. Peterson has some space there. Yep. We'll see what she does. Looks for the steal pass, but well blocked by Ballard. Yes. She keeps up the pressure. She's got yes. round. See if she can get a good cross in there. It's a good cross. And we have number 19 Jenna. shot shooting, Ooh. but it has unfortunately made it into the hands of Ani Hag. Very good, very good positive play by Katie Peterson there. Ballard are taking their time with their punt. And has been able to hit one of MI's heads right here at the center of the field. But as they do that, Ballard has been able to get some good pace. Ballard's number 10, I want to say. It's like Catherine Mullen, she has some great speed in her. So if Mercer Island doesn't pay attention to that speed after they do a punt, they could easily give her a breakaway, which she will take to full advantage. Katie Peterson goes down on the 50, but it looks like she's back up and well. Took a pretty hard hit by Ballard's number eight, Peyton Nagara. So we'll see what happens there. Again, Ballard's getting a lot of good possession from little boot-ups, boot ball, as you said earlier. And uh, as I she's said that, there we go. We might have a shot on goal, but it is too wide from that same breakaway spot that I almost said less than a minute earlier by Catherine Mullins. Great shot off by her but just not enough control on that ball to get it on the back of the net. In that situation, it looked like she was trying to go around the keeper when maybe the best option was to flick it over. Exactly. And, uh, well, maybe, 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 maybe or maybe not. We would have gone in. We guess we'll never know. Yes. Ballard just had a substitution. Eden Murphy coming off and Isabella Fuel coming on. So that's a quick substitution for Ballard. I think that's their third of the game. Yeah, we haven't covered all of them due to some other plays going on right here. The sun's going down here on Islander Stadium. We got some big pressure coming up here. Got nothing coming up on the side. Looks like there's a bit of energy going on in this crowd after that happened. But 
number two, Jordan Stanley of Ballard looks. Let's see. Oh, she also has a thunderous throw, as we would say earlier. Her and Mina, Mia Nakano, those, both those left and right backs, they both do have a great arm for this position. All right, Mercer Allen's goalkeeper is taking her time again. Got about 16 minutes left in this half. Then we're going to have a little bit of a halftime break, maybe give you a little bit of update, see what we're planning on for this next bit of broadcasting, and then we'll have the second half. Second half, I hope there's more excitement, because I remember, if I'm not mistaken, the last game I did or watched here was actually a boys' soccer game in spring, and the score, I believe, was 4-1 to one or 2. So if we can get some goals like that here in this game, that'd be a great thing to see, especially for this first game. I think I was at that game. I think I was sitting on the bench. Sitting on the bench for that game, yeah. Sitting on the bench. We'll see what we got here. And if you got that up close and was able to see the field, that would have been a great experience, especially for one of those games. Was that the last home game? I think it was the second to last home game second, for these Islanders. I definitely remember the last home game for the Mercer Island boys team. 7-0 to zero the final score was to Mercer now Island. I wish I went there. Um, but yeah, hopefully we get a high-scoring game, but we'll see. All right. Time's currently 7.55 p.m. And now, as I say that, we do almost have a Mercer Island cross in if number 21 Mia Shanifel can get there in time. But Ani Hag is able to get there and boot it out to the other side of the field. Backwards header from uh, left back. Yep, Mercer Island's number five, Samantha Weiss, has also been doing a lot. I guess, how would I make this? You know those little diagonal trying, how not diagonal. Oh, diamonds. The diamond shapes that your coaches always tell you about. Like, you got to stay in the diamond, stay in the diamond or the triangle. Mercer Islands have, has been doing a great job of keeping their diamond triangle intact for midfield and defense. It does look like Mercer Island are playing the standard 4-3-3 defensive with Katie Peterson playing as the number 10 role, the center attacking mid. I believe that's Mercer Island's game plan is to get it to her. Yes. If, uh, we had almost a shot by number 18, Zoe Feely Wheeler of Ballard, but it is blocked out by our keeper. Looks like Mercer Island is going to have possession of the ball once again, and Ballard's goalkeeper, Ani Hag, has no fear and is way off her box right now, just spectating this game. We're going to have a substitution on the field. Number 10 of Mercer Island, Hannah Savoy, is coming on. And number... Num Number 13 will be coming off from Mercer Island. That'll be Mimi Pichella. I don't know if you've uh, noticed this, mm -hmm. but Addie Waterman, number 8, started out as the right winger in this match. Did she drop back? And she is now playing centre-back. Oh. So that's... she went from right wing to right back and is now sitting at centre-back. So quite the range of positions which no yeah, Mercer Island look for. We had an incredibly fast-paced attempt at a breakaway but was able to be recovered by Ballard and now it's happening the opposite direction if we can get someone on there fast enough before the goalkeeper punts it but now that I say that it has been punted towards the middle of the field I think the tensions here are so high and especially what you said Addie Waterman has been brought back so it's gonna be an interesting tactical change by the coaches I think it's so Katie Peterson and Mia Shanifel can get some more runtime on that right side like Addie Waterman definitely has the strength to be that midfield player but she also has it to be defensive so who knows if Mercer Island does go with a different lineup eventually within the future, she could easily be some defensive mid-playing role, if you see what I'm saying. I do. Looks like Mia Shanifel's got it on the right side. If she can beat this defender, maybe get a cross in, she 
she can maybe get it in, but Still. oh, she has four defenders on her. She almost recovers it, but that was a 1v4 by Mia Shanafell, a junior of Mercer Island High School. Ballard has recovered, has gone from Mercer Island's number 10 to Ballard's number 10. Hannah Savoy to Catherine, Catherine Mullins. Got a big show. long ball in there from Ani Hag, but she's able to get that. Ani Hag will take her time, get it to the left side of the field to Ballard's number seven, Bronwyn Mullins, who has been able to get a good head on that. Anything else you expect within these last 12 minutes and 21 seconds? I don't really see a goal coming. I don't think, unless it's a fast breakaway, I don't see a well, or well worked isn't the right word, but I don't see a, a goal really coming from either team, unless it's like one of those breakaways. Mm -hmm, which uh, we almost had by Mia Shanafell. <laughs> And I think if that, if my prediction is correct with the 0-0 coming into halftime, it's all about who starts better in the second half. And I believe whoever starts better in the second half will win, uh, will win this match. Yes, definitely. And Mercer Island's number nine, Mac Hamilton, has been getting a really good foot on that. He's been soaring back up to the middle of the ball. Mercer Island's number 15, Kaylee Newcomber, just couldn't get a good enough foot on that ball. All right, this is a quick reminder that you are listening to KMIH Mercer Island, 88.9 The Bridge. It is currently 8 p.m. Hope you guys are enjoying this amazing sports broadcast of the very first Mercer Island girls soccer game. Of that Again, this is KMIH 88.9 The Bridge, Mercer Island. Check us out anywhere. We have socials. We've got a website. You can listen from anywhere in the world. And as we are here, we now have the ball back in play for Mercer Island. Might have a shot here. Yep, Kaisa Olsen to Mercer Island's number 10, Hannah Savoy. Is First touch slightly lets it down as it runs away, and yeah. the Ballard player can mm -hmm. press her. Looks like Samantha Weiss has been able to recover it from Mercer Island, so hopefully they'll get a second shot at that. It looks like we might. We might have a foul down on the 20-yard line. Doesn't seem to be she's getting up very fast, but looks like she now is. Ooh, looks like Jenna Martin would have been through there. Are they calling the offside? Yep. That is an interesting call from the referee. Yes. I do. I believe that is not the right call, mm -hmm. as he did not play advantage, and Katie Peterson was fouled mm -hmm. in the run-up to that play, and he didn't call it, but called the offside says. I think that's the wrong call from him. Yes. Yeah, so that's a very dangerous free-kick opportunity. And if they were to give us that, just the free-kick opportunity from that foul spot that was on about the 20-yard line, just think of the difference between the offside free-kick and the fouled free-kick. If we were able to get that fouled free kick off there, someone could easily get the power either to just go straight for goal or to get a good head in the box. And now that we say that, we have Abby Weiss going through there to the middle. But Ooh. she is getting blocked. Oh, but oh. Leela Jacobs gets it, and we might have a shot. Jenna but it looks Martin. like Jonna Martin hasn't been able to get a good enough touch on there. Oh. We have another shot, oh. but it is over the crossbar. Just on over. Mercer Island's number 15, Kaylee Newcomer. She's also on varsity basketball. She's a junior, and she has had so much good sports I don't know, recognition at this school. Looking and if very... that goal was a goal, if, or if that shot turned into a goal, that would just boost her up even more. Good for you, Katie Newcomer. Looking very promising. Oh, oh. Goal kick right, rent, went right into our... That's in something interesting going on down there. Yeah, number 14 of Ballard. Reese Carlisle just kind of did a Superman on the floor. <laughs> we got a really good curving shot. From Mercer Island's number 14, that is Katie Peterson once again, but it has about the hands of senior Ani Hags of Ballard. 
Now we can see those energy building up right before halftime. You're seeing more and more shots by Mercer Island, which is great to see not only chances, but actual shots going in on goal. And I think Ani Hag has had the most, I don't know, excitement out of this entire Ballard team. But now that I say that, Ballard's number three, Annie Wellman, almost had a chance right there. Kaisa Olsen tries to clear it out, was eventually turned over, but then recovered. It's a big ping pong game. I think that's the best way I can put this first half so far. Ping pong game with the exceptional loss of balls going above the crossbar. How's <laughs> about that? All right, we got a substitution for Ballard. Ballard's number seven, Bronwyn Mullins coming off. And number 16, Stella Rubel coming in. I believe, I believe Ballard has one shot compared to the Mercer Islands five or six. I'm not quite sure, but I think Mercer Island have had a lot more shots and a lot more dangerous opportunities down in the final third compared yes, to Ballard, although definitely. it looks like Ballard want to control the game, which Mercer Island is shutting down. I don't know if you'd call that cross from earlier on in the game a shot, but if they just have more and more of those that eventually someone can get a good touch off of, that could easily be a point. I think... The fact that it didn't go in, I believe she called it a cross. But if it had gone in, I believe she yes. would have called it a shot. Yes. Looks like Kaisa Olsen, senior, she's also the drum major for the Mercer Island Marching Band, has had a pretty good role in this. She's, I want to say, is she left, left back? Left back? I think uh, our, our, our sides are kind of switched sitting up here and looking at this field. But I believe she's left back. I believe so. I believe that's correct. And Ballard's still got a couple throws in. Mercerons trying to turn it over, but they've been doing a pretty good job of possessing it for the time being. Mercerons got a throw. Quick Mia throw. Shanifel is Can she flick free it on over? The right side. She's Mia flicked Shanifel's it. Got it. Let's see if Mia, Shan Mia Shanifel will take a rocket or find more people to go. We have two people open on the left side. Four now. Leela oh. Jacobs got it in the middle, but I think it may have been turned over. She's Unless Kaiser takes a rocket from the high side. And it's almost in that top left corner, but it is too high. Amazing shot by left back Kaisa Olsen, really stepping up into that giant booting position. It looks like Ani Hack wasn't even very close to it. She might have not gotten a hand on it from that angle, but unfortunately it did go just a little bit over that crossbar. Get it a little lower, Kaisa, and you would have had a point under your name. All right, we got a quick little boot up back in the box. Um, maybe not boot ball. I'm going to rename it from boot ball to maybe... So how would you morph ping pong into boot ball and make it one? Ping pong ball? Ping pong ball. There we go. Boot pong. Calling it boot pong from now on. Trademarked by 89 The Bridge again. Yes. Now that we said that Mia Shanafelt's trying to take it off a defender. Oh. She does successfully. And Mercer Island's number 19. Jenna, Jenna Martin's, Martin's in it. Can she get a shot? Jenna it's Martin does. And it's goal by Jenna Martin, the sophomore and 88-9 The Bridge member. He's able to juke out the, the goalkeeper and is able to just get a nice low grounded shot in there. It is now Islanders 1, Ballard 0 with 5 minutes and 53 seconds left in this half. Jenna Martin gets an amazing shot off that bottom side. And it looks like Ani Hag is not incredibly happy about that. It's a well played goal by the Islanders. They're trying to, they found that extra little pocket of space that they allowed Jenna Martin to just sneak in there. Just, she saw the touch that she had on that. It was so small and light. But it was enough to get past Ani Hag. And the experienced senior goalkeeper, that is quite impressive by Jenna. All started from that pressure from Mia Shanafelt, who won the ball and played it through to Jenna, who carried on the move. So yes, all, all credit to Mia Shanafelt for... Yep, Mia Shanafelt, Katie Peterson, and Jenna Martin were those three. And keep in mind, they aren't even seniors. Got Mia Shanafelt, 
being a junior, Katie Prudison also being a junior, and Jenna Martin just a sophomore, so she still has two years left here. Three years if you count Three this years. year. Three years if you count this year, yes, definitely. Because like we mentioned, first home game, first game, I believe. Mm-hmm. And if they can do this well, just keep on getting these good spaces open for Mia Shanifel on this right side, which she almost did. But she did get intercepted by Ballard's number six, Flora Bradley. Looks like Peter, Katie Peterson's getting some good footwork in there. Good, nice little crossover back to Jenna Martin, but she isn't able to get a good enough touch on that. Looks like Kaylee Newcomer is also joining the young side of the squad. And Mia Shanifel's almost able to get a little head on that, but it is honestly bonked, I think is the best way to put that. <laughs> Punched out of there. Punched away. Yes. All right, it's back in Ballard's hands. If they can get a good enough cross, maybe some good chances in here within these four minutes. Maybe we'll get something good, but I think that goal might wrap it up for this half. We still have four minutes left here, but we can see the energy right before this field. You can see the coach yelling, put all your energy into the half, like right before halftime. And I think Mercer Island's about to do that. The nice cross in the box, but it's way over the bar. By Mercer Island's number 15, Kaylee Newcomer. It goes through the football field goal. So if, is that three points for the yeah, Islanders three then? three points for the Islanders, isn't it? Or maybe even an extra point. Islanders four, no. <laughs> that would have been a great move. Hey, they should make that a rule now. It's an honorary three. Honorary three, I like yes. that. Mercer Island's Maya Brent is now off. And now we have Mac Hamilton back on. Maya Brent, also a junior. We have a bunch of juniors on this lineup that are just proving that how it's going to, just like how strong they can be for next season. Like, this is a very key senior selection of players. We got Leela Jacobs, Audrey Chris, Mianacano. Who else is there? We got so many other people. Liv Tellerman. And just if they can replace those people with the strength that they have, Mercer Island not only is looking pretty strong this year, but for years to come. And especially with Jenna Martin with the possibility for leading them even after. I'm a, I'm a junior, class of 2023. She's 2024, as are you. If they can just have Jenna Martin lead that team, they could really have something good going on here for these Islanders. Number 10, Hannah Savoy tries to get a throw in, but it's kind of blocked off. Number 14 of Ballard, that's Reese Carlisle. I'm surprised we haven't seen a single corner kick this game, have we? We have not seen a corner seen kick. A Those are definitely corner. interesting as well. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see some corner kick set pieces that the Islanders have set up. And now that I say that, one of our crosses is a little bit too strong, so it's right into the hands of Aniag. Got a big boot on the left side to Ballard's number 18, Zoe Feely-Wheeler. And if they are able to control that Ballard, last-minute halftime chance, if you see what I'm saying. They're putting all their energy into this. You can see how they have two people on that right side, one of which is incredibly open. Oh, now they have three on that side. They're just trying to get it to that middle, but I think Mercer Island's realizing what they're doing. All right, we have two minutes left in this half. We'll see what we got. And also, if you are here at Islander Stadium, if you're here and listening to this, I don't see exactly why you would, but um, here at the stadium we have it, so the referees will only hold those last two. All right, we got a little bit of a tussle on the 35-yard line between Mercer Island and one of Ballard's center-attacking midfielders. All right, we got a chance by Mercer Island's number nine, Mac Hamilton. Mac is also a senior, if I remember correctly. Jenna oh. Martin tries to get another one in there, and it is just above and tipped away by Ani Hag. Goal kick. Looks like Ani's kind of tangled up in the net now. <laughs> I think she's. I think she's caught her cleats in the uh, yes. net there. I've been in that exact position before, but it looks like she's 
back up. At first, I thought she hit her head on the crossbar, yeah, and I was like, been... "I was like, we're gonna need to get some attention to exactly. her." But thankfully, just uh, just so clean stuck in the net, no big deal. Just a boot tanglement. Yes, and I believe the coaches for both of them, both teams, Ballard's probably gonna be getting on them to like, "Hey, you need to make more chances and such." It's just that same old spiel that you hear at halftime when you're down a point. And then for Mercer Island, I think Mercer Island are gonna say, "Don't." I think they're gonna say, "Don't stop." Like, a lot of teams can get in this situation going up 1-0 at mm -hmm. halftime, um, and they'll just drop off, let the other team get back into it, and that's exactly what Mercer Island don't want yes. to happen. So they need to come out in the second half flying in order yes. to not let the... Uh, I mean, in order to not let the other team go back into it. Yep. Looks like Kaisa Olsen and Samantha Weiss were able to get a pretty good cross in there until it was intercepted by Ballard. Got a little bit of foul down on the 45-yard line for the Islanders. It's not the most amazing set piece for a free kick, but it will do for now within like about 30 seconds we have left in this half, give I or take. Th I, th I think Mercerand should uh, take their time for this free kick. Let this, let, let this run out to the half. Let they this have be the time last, for it, definitely. La last kick of the game, I think they want this step B. Mm-hmm. See when yeah, big kick. We got the biggest kicker on the team. Yep. Number eight, Addy Waterman, I believe. My eyes are. Look at that. We got a nice crossing. Can we get a Mercer Island head on there? Oh. And we cannot. Unfortunately, Oni Hog is there faster than all those other people. I don't think anybody even got a head on that. Did you see anybody and get a head on that? That was the nope. Last kick of the game. Halftime. Yep. All right, that was the halftime whistle. This is 88.9 The Bridge. We will be giving you some more second half shows and maybe a little bit of a halftime update. We are now going to take a break. This is Sofia Azano and Woody Brown. All right, this is KMIH 88 on the bridge. Thank you for listening. We'll be back at the second half or maybe even halftime. Maybe. Now back to the field for Girls Islander Soccer at 88.9 The Bridge. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to 88.9 The Bridge. My name is Audrey Sadler, and I'm here with my good friend, Audrey Chris, who is captain of the varsity girls soccer team this year and is just a very prominent player on the field. And I'm super excited to talk to her a little bit about this upcoming season. Thank you for coming on, Audrey. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yes. I'm super excited to talk to you a little bit more about the season and what you're looking forward to. And so my first question is, how long have you been playing soccer? Um, honestly, as long as I can remember. But I think I started in like little kick arounds when I was like three or four uh, and, you know, up till five and then sort of joined a team after that. And then I've been playing ever since. That's kind of crazy, though, that this is maybe your last year playing for like playing soccer. Yeah, it is weird. It's definitely like hard because it's kind of sad, but it's also happy because I'm excited for this season. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited to see all you guys play, and I'm really, what I would like to know is what you're looking forward to this season in regards to teammates, um, coaches, or just games in general. I mean, I think the most kind of obvious answer to that question is just having a full season after uh, having a really short season last year, and it was in the spring and not the fall, and just getting back to sort of a normal schedule, and I'm just also looking forward to just being a senior and my last year and getting to know everyone and yeah yeah is a lot of this the team this year um the same as the team you were playing with last year um it's about half and half I would say I think there were 
I think, six seniors that graduated last year. So there's like six, seven new players, I think. But it's it's generally pretty similar to last year's team. Yeah, and it must feel really weird not being with the seniors this year and you're the senior and the captain of the team. Right, it is weird because I've been playing with some of those seniors like all three years before that. So it's definitely weird not having them around, but it's yeah. still good. Yeah, well, it, that just means it's your time to really shine and it's your final year, which will be... Super fun, but sad. I get that, too. Uh, And so who are some of the players that you would consider the audience to look out for on the field? Um, There are so many. I think everyone is really amazing. I think uh, Katie Peterson is our, um, like, attacking mid, and she's just amazing. She she played last year, and she was super good, and she's one of my favorite people. Um, And then we have a new player... Sam and she's also amazing and this is her first year she is a junior but it's her first year playing for the school and she's super good really that's super exciting and as Audrey mentioned everyone on this team is pretty solid at least from what I've heard Mm -hmm. (laughs) and honestly Audrey herself is a very very strong player and someone you should just look out for also because I remember last year I went to one of your games I was kind of like oh I'm excited I am like I was expecting a lot of the seniors to play maybe it was senior night but I just remember seeing you score maybe like three goals and like the span of like 15 minutes I'm like wow this girl's good (laughs) so Audrey also is someone who you should look out for on the field too and what are, like, your personal goals for this season, like, in regards to the sport or just, um, like, the social aspect? Um, I, I definitely have a lot. I think one very simple one is just to win. I think it would be really fun to go out on a season where we were really dominant and just we're winning a lot because it's obviously more fun to win. But also I think more than that is just that having the team come together and have us play like we really know how to play soccer and we really, like – have been playing together a lot and know what we're doing and just are communicating well, passing well. So I think that's uh, one of the most important things that I really hope we can accomplish this season. Yeah, and I'm excited to see you accomplish that goal because that is such a crucial part of being a team is that communication. And so what is your favorite memory from soccer that you have? Oh, that's a tough one. There's so many. Um, I think actually one of my favorite memories is what you were just talking about a second ago was senior night last year. Um, it was it was tough because the first half was it was a pretty even match. We were zero zero, uh, and you know we were starting to get a little nervous because it was senior night. We wanted to win, and then in the second half we just completely dominated. We scored three goals, and just to end on a win, it was it was kind of bittersweet because it was sad that it was the seniors' last time playing on our home field, but it was also super fun to be out there with them one last time and get a win. Yeah. And what is one away team that you look forward to playing this year? Um, I think this would probably be a common answer for many teams, but Bellevue, I'm definitely really excited to play. We've lost to them in the past because they've been really strong, but I think this year we have a good chance, and I'm really looking forward to playing them. Yeah, and that will be a fun game to watch, too, just because of our rivalry with the school. And also, I'm, I'm just sure that you guys are super strong with your playing so far and it will only get better from there and so thank you so much for coming on and talking to me Audrey is there anything else you'd like to say 
Um, not much. Just if you can come out to the games, you should. And yeah, it should be a good season. Yes. So check out girls soccer. And if you can't come in person, they will always be broadcasted here on 88 and the bridge. Um, but I really look forward to seeing you play and everyone else. And so thank you so much for coming on. And you're listening to 88 and the bridge. Hey, this is James from 88.9 The Bridge, and I just wanted to remind you to not text and drive. Using a cell phone while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes a year. One out of every four accidents in the U.S. is caused by texting and driving. And if you need to use the phone, just please pull over. It's as easy as that. Once again, this is James from 88.9 The Bridge. And remember, it can wait. Hey, it's Madison Dussault, and I'd just like to take a minute of time to acknowledge that life can be rough sometimes. But I want you to know that if you or someone you know is going through a crisis, you don't have to go through it alone. Aside from friends and family, there are plenty of resources that you can look to if you need someone to talk to. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, Crisis Text Line, and the Trevor Project are all good outreach sources, and there are many more. Remember, you don't have to do this by yourself. Hey, this is Jameson Dowdy on 88.9 The Bridge. Have you checked out our awesome YouTube channel? There are loads of student-produced videos, including a station tour, how the station works, and even a message from celebrity and MIHS alum, Joel McHale. To find the channel, simply look up KMIH 88.9 The Bridge on the YouTube search. That's KMIH 88.9 The Bridge on the YouTube search. Now back to the music on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. All right, welcome back, Islanders. This is a halftime report with Sophia and Woody for the Mercer Island girls soccer varsity team. Is up 1-0 against Ballard. How are you feeling about this first half, Woody? Um, I'm not sure how many people tuned in to my during half, before the half, but I said that I believe we were going to go in 0-0, but here we are, 1-0 to Mercer Island. But I did predict the. Uh, I, I would call it. I probably would call it a scrappy goal by Mercer Island. Um, no, like we we won it. It was a nice play, but we won it high up the field a bit. You know, maybe you didn't see it coming because of the position where they won up the field. But you know, Mercer are playing well. Ballard are trying to do the right thing. I wouldn't expect to see many changes from Ballard, apart from the fact just get higher up the field, push the team up. Because right now they're more concerned about not conceding, so their back line is quite deep and they doesn't give them the ability to get forward. And um, yeah, I think they're going to say, you guys need to push up. Don't worry about conceding. We need to score. We're 1-0 down away. It's always a tough mountain to climb. I've yep. been in that situation. Definitely. And, and we'll just say, see how they go. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was really a scrappy goal on Mercer Islands. I didn't think it was Ballard's fault for being sloppy for that matter. Say let, who was that that was in that spot? Jenna Martin, find that little pocket of space, which they could have easily marked up, and she was able to take advantage of that blank spot. So really, I don't think it was too much of Mercer Island's fault, but Ballard's. So hopefully if Ballard is able to be a little bit more spatially aware in this half, we can see some pretty good products on that. All right, so it looks like we have about a minute and a half until halftime is back in there, but that's about it. What else do we have? Do you have any score predictions? Like at first we were 0-0, and you said we were going to go in 0-0 to this half, but here we are, 1-0 with that little goal by Mercer Island. What do you think is going to happen in the second I, I mean, it's really difficult to start. I mean, yeah, in these situations, you just throw out a random guess, I think. I mean, there's nothing, you, you can't really 
tell until you see the first kick of the ball played. Um, I think I think we'll be able to tell. I think maybe come back to me. I think I'll be able to tell who's going to win the game uh, after the first maybe minute or two. Yeah, so with 45 seconds here in this little halftime break, I think all the coaches here at the corners... Taking as much time. Yeah, looks like the Islanders are heading back to their benches, and Ballard has had their meeting at their benches, so we'll see what happens. we got some cheers going on in this exciting crowd. A little less in the football game, but we do definitely have enough supporters here to call it an amazing game. Looks like the flag dudes are here, some former football players. Flag dudes come to almost every single home game, and that's the great thing about Islander spirit. You see so many people are just out there supporting their just community, I guess, in the best ways possible, especially on their first game. I, w I would say there's more people here than I actually expected. Not to be mean, but there's more people here than I truly expected would show up. But here we are. Yep, here we are with two, one second, zero seconds left in this half as far as the little countdown clock says. We got 1-0 here. I'm excited to see which kind of starting lineup we're going to have for this next coming half. And if the Islanders are able to retain this leading score, that'd be a great start to their season. This may not be a conference game, but it's still the very first home game of the season for the Islanders. So it really doesn't matter when it comes to their spirit for this game. All right, looks like in goal, we will have Katie Evans, the junior, number one. So if she, I've seen her practice before. She has some great potential as a goalkeeper. I, I look, it looks like they're coming back they're coming back onto the field the way they came off the field. Jenna Martin's still up top. Uh, obviously, she wasn't starting out. Uh, you got Katie, Katie Peterson, who was not starting out as well. You have Addie Waterman, yep. who's still playing centre-back. And Kaylee Newcomer, don't forget about her. And Kaylee Newcomer, exactly. So it looks like we're coming out as we start an MI, going straight away, which is exactly what you want to see yes. from a team that's already up 1-0 to keep going. All right, now remember, the fields have switched. I even got to remember that myself, even at halftime. All right, looks like Kaisa Olsen is trying to make a good play, but is going back down there to Katie Peterson of Mercer Island. She's able to cover it and just brings it back down there to Leela Jacob. We got some action on the left side of the field between Kaylee Newcomer and Jenna Martin, so the junior and the sophomore working together there, and the only goal scorer of tonight, Jenna Martin. Let's see if she can get another one. For the K KMH uh, staff. And yes. Maybe a brace just for the KMH staff. Who knows? Maybe a hat trick if she is. If she gets enough opportunities, that could be an easy, fun, I don't know, way to start off the season. All right, we got a little bit of a tussle on that side. Number 21, Mia Shanafelt, the little small but really fast midfielders going after Ballard's number eight, Peyton Nagarara. Looks like it's going to be, oh, i got to put this into my brain now. If it's going that way, it's now Ballard's ball. If it's the other way, it's Mercer Islands. All right, it's going to be a Ballard ball right here with us today, folks. All right, Ballard's thunder thrower. Did we call that a thunder throw? Was that thunder it? Throw, thunder exactly throw, exactly right. Foul. Mm -hmm. Got a foul down on the field. Might have been a handball, I believe. Mm, I do not believe so. Was it a handball or just a little bit of a tussle? A little bit of a tussle this. on uh, mm -hmm. number nine, Ballard, Eden Murphy. Great. All right, Islanders are still pushing back in that four. Is that a four or five-person defensive area? It's really hard to tell. Looks like they're playing. Looks like they're playing four, or maybe even three with uh, two defensive mids. Yeah, that kind of looks like it. I think it's four, with Mercer Islands Samantha Weiss in there as the center back. Looks like Ballard has switched their keepers out. Yeah, I saw at halftime the uh, first. Uh, uh, Ballard keeper seemed to pick up, picked up an injury, maybe from that caught uh, 
What was that? The cult cleat. Oh, yes. The so-called cleat in the goal. Hopefully she is okay right now. But looks like Ballard's replacement goalkeeper, Addison Wingoop, who is a freshman, a freshman stepping into these shoes. It's big shoes to fill. I mean, she only conceded one goal, so we'll see uh, how she does in this half. Uh, because yes. oh, I, I don't see a substitution coming on for keepers anytime soon. Yep. And especially just a freshman taking over a senior spot in this varsity team on their very first game of the season, especially versus this Mercer Island team at home. Let's see how much potential she has for this Ballard team. I don't believe we will, we will be playing Ballard again, but if we do, I will happily come to this game, even broadcast them. I'm just kind of excited to see how this will work out. Looks like she's already had some pretty good punts on her belt, but Mercer Island is able to turn it over pretty quickly, and Mercer Island's number 19, Jenna Martin, back at it again, but isn't able to get enough cross and power off that. All right, looks like the freshman keeper is able to get her hands on it before any Mercer Island player can distribute it back out to the defense. All right, we got some action on the left side with Kaylee Newcomer. We'll see. A little bit of a tussle in the midfield. Nothing too exciting yet. All right, looks like Ballard is getting some possession and trying to put it on Mercer Island's side of the field, but is currently unsuccessful. It's kind of stuck around that 40-yard, 50-yard area. But Mercer Island's defenders have finally gotten a good boot off of it. If Jenna Martin could have gotten a better touch on that, she could have maybe had a better chance at maybe, just, I don't know, maybe getting a shot on there, maybe a cross. Looks like Leela Jacobs, the senior, is trying to get a little bit of a snaky curve in there, but is blocked off by a foul called on the pitch. All right, we got a free kick for Mercer Island, though. Four. I'm assuming this is going to go straight into the box. Same, maybe a repeat we right before the half. Definitely. Number eight, Addie Waterman, will be taking this. Again, straight into the box. Let's see if we can get ahead in there. But no, it's straight to the freshman keeper's hands before Mercer Island's number 14, Katie Peterson, can get to it. A little bit of slow first half, I'd say. Not too many shots. We had that one free kick. That's the most excitement we've seen so far. But Ila Jacobs also is that senior defensive holding position she's the leader of that defensive side and hopefully if she can get her players around we can stop this ballard ball from going on mercer Island's side as they have done just now successfully it's like again addy waterman addy waterman and i want to say leela jacob are those two key players that do hold down that defensive side she might get that she's going quite yeah, she's number kept, 14 of Reese Carlisle. She's done very, very well there. Yes. It was a, one of those racing balls near the corner, but she's able to get there in time. Could have ran onto the track there, which mm -hmm. would not have been good. Yes. Also, keep in mind that Addie Waterman is also one of Mercer Island's captains. So she does have... She... Who else is a captain? I believe... Addie Waterman, Audrey Chris, Audrey Chris, and Leela Jacobs. So, like I said, Leela Jacob, Addie Waterman are those midfield and defensive holding positions, which is going to be really important against the Spaller team. That looks like they might have had quite the pep talk from their coach, and they're getting some more energy in there. This is the most game-like corner we've had so far. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a looping box, ball, but Katie Evans almost misses Drops it. it. Oh, that should it be a foul. Times. That should be a foul. And a foul is finally called in the box. 
The ball does make it to the back of the net, but it is not counted due to multiple fouls being committed in the box. Especially one being particular, kicking the ball out of the keeper's hands, which yeah. is frowned upon. Yes. Now don't touch the goalkeeper or else the rest of the team will be coming for you. <laughs> yeah, the, that's what I don't like about soccer these days. The, cop, the goalkeepers are very protected. Any slight touch on them, that's... <laughs> Yeah, well, you have to have some respect for them, won't you? Yeah, but, like, no, I'm talking about, like, the uh, even the smallest touches, not even right, the biggest touches. Like, say you're jumping up and you slightly glide them. True, okay. The I ref's going to call a foul. But, hey, that's professional soccer. You can see all the drama queens out there, can't you? All right, first um, round's captain, Addy Waterman, will be taking this other free kick. But it goes straight to Ballard's midfield player. Number nine, she's had some pretty good. Eden Murphy, I haven't seen that much of her this game. But I think that little turnover might have been one of her highlights so far. Ballard can get a good cross in here. Doesn't look like it's happening anytime soon unless Eden is able to get another shot in. But it is right to Katie Evans' hands. Looking more dominant from Ballard here. I would say definitely. Ballard are definitely looking a little, a lot better. They've had, they've had more positive things come out of this. These first, um, like, ten minutes ahead of Mercer Island. And now that we said that Kaylee Newcomer is trying to make it up the left side and she is much faster than Ballard's defender. If she can keep it in, but no, it goes Ooh. out. If she did keep that in, that would have been a great crossing opportunity for the Islanders. They really need one of those this half. They haven't really had one except for that one free kick that went a little too close. All right, number 12 of Ballard, that's Gemma Sanderson, is also a defensive player. Hasn't been able to get too many touches on this ball. I think she might have been summed in at the half. Oh, we got a foul on Mercer Island's number five. Samantha Weiss has gone down really hard with Ballard's Eden Murphy tackling right on top of her. They just kind of went falling down domino style. I would, I would say she sold that pretty well. Yep, definitely. Looks like they have a pretty okay set. It's not the best one they could have. Just kind of a little bit, a little bit outside the 30-yard line. And again, Mercer Island's captain Addie Waterman will be taking this kick. Looks like Audrey Chris will be entering the game for the Islanders, and Jenna Martin, the only goal scorer of tonight, will be coming off. Hopefully we get to see more of her, considering the fact that there's 30 minutes left. It looks like right before that free kick, I noticed Katie Peterson and, um, and Addie Waterman were talking a little bit, and mm -hmm. that seemed to go very close to Katie Peterson, so I think they were cooking something up that didn't quite come out. Got a little bit of silence on the field, really. Maybe not silence, but just a little bit of a stalling time for these Islanders. They know that they are up one, but they also do know, once again, in the back of their mind, that they are 30 minutes away from the end of this game. Katie Evans is pretty far up her line. We've got some action on this side of the field. It kind of is like the first half all over again. Valor did have that possession within the first five, ten minutes of the game. But Merce Rollins able to find that rhythm and take advantage of it. Now that I say that, Mia Shanovitz coming up on the right side. Can she get there in time and get it across in? And Merce Rollins, number six in the box. That is Audrey Chris, their captain. Ooh. And Mia Shanovitz looks like it could have been a foul on the side, but I don't think the ref will be calling. I think they'll just be calling it a just a throw in. Although that was quite late from uh -huh. the uh, mm -hmm. it's quite late from the ballad defender there, where some refs can call that, sometimes they don't. Yeah. A little, it was a tackle on the sideline. Like, could have been a kick in, I guess. Like, a free kick in. But I guess the refs decided to go for the throw. And looks like we have a little bit of energy on this outside of the box. But Mercer Allen's Kaylee Newcomer couldn't get a touch on that enough. Ballard turns it over. And it almost goes to Kaisa Olsen. Passed on to Ballard's number 10, Kevin Mullins. Got a great boot by Mercer Allen's captain, Addie Waterman. 
to get that out of there and clear the way. Now we have number six again, the two captains, Audrey, Chris, and Addie Waterman, just going back and forth and back and forth. And it's great to see them working together, especially as those two senior positions. I believe Lila Jacob has just signaled for a sub, mm. pointing to a left calf, which is what you don't like to see, especially yeah. from your captain coming looks off like with that calf. Yep, looks like we do have someone replacing her. That's Maya Brantha Jr. Hopefully Lila is okay, as she is one of Mercer Island's three captains. Um, and we'll see. I believe it might just be a cramp or maybe just a little pull. Nothing yeah. too bad, hopefully, and just yep. no, nothing... Uh, Bag of ice can't, can't yeah, fix. Yeah, exactly. The bag of ice. It looks like Mia Shanaf the junior will also be coming off. So she's been playing an amazing role for this team. She's got that speed. She's able to get in there quickly. She helped with Jenna Martin on that goal. It looks like Look Kaylee Newcomer yes. might have a chance. Will she get the ball in there? She goal. does. We got a goal for Kaylee Newcomer on the left side. Off her right foot into the left-hand corner of the goal. Now it is Islanders 2-0. and zero. And keep in mind, not a single senior has scored tonight. We have one sophomore and one junior. This is the future of Mercer Island soccer. And Kaylee Newcomer is just making it that and that again. I knew right. Kaylee Newcomer was up to there. Anything else you'd like to say for Kaylee Newcomer and her amazing qualities? Uh, right place, right time. You know, she was uh, she mm -hmm. stayed up. She noticed that someone was going to get a good cross in. She took a really nice first touch away from the defender, more into the middle, and gave looks like gave the keeper the eyes to make it look like she was going cross goal when she was actually going yes, definitely. near post. Although I can't, I believe the Islanders can't get too comfortable because just as we were talking about that, the ball is back on. Mercer Allen's side. I mean, yeah, it's like 2-0, you may have that goal cushion, but once that goal cushion goes away, it's a completely different game with exactly. that next goal. I believe ne the next goal is probably, one might say, is the most important goal. Yes, definitely, and that will decide if Ballard is still in this or Mercer Allen is going to pull away with this possible win. And just Kaylee Newcomer, the quality, she's on varsity basketball. She has had a heck of a season last year. She will most likely have the same this year. So if we were able to just see so many qualities, she's just like Coleman Bellin of Mercer Island Boys Soccer, who did commit to Occidental University for basketball. No, 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 but not basketball. For basketball. soccer. For soccer instead, yes. Looked like we had a little stomach punch to Mercer Island's number five, Samantha Weiss, but it was not called by the ref. All right, number nine. Oh, misplaced pass. Yeah, misplaced that pass, but... Oh. We got a little foul on the field against Mercer Island. I don't see where that came from. There might have been a little bit too much roughhousing elbows, that kind of thing. The ref was just not having it for Mercer Island. The ref seems to be a bit lenient towards Mercer Island. He likes to play advantage for Mercer Island, but for for um, for Ballard, yep. he seems to call him quite quickly. Mm -hmm. There's the occasional little change up. Ref knows that, hey, I can't favor, favor a team. But at the same time, I need to make sure that, well... Ballard wins. <laughs> Yep, we are at home first game. Looks like Kaylee Newcomer might have another chance up here. She's driving up that left side, that left side that she loves so much, and she's trying to pass it into the Audrey Chris, our captain. Doesn't look like it's able to get to the middle enough as it was blocked off by one of Ballard's defenders. I think she might have a shoot. She might shoot here. She right. is going to. Oh. Did we get another shot on there? That's a penalty. That should be a penalty. That is 100%. Is a foul in the box by the and the ref did not catch that. If that was a foul in the box, I'm surprised the ref didn't get that. Honestly, like, I am. I understand the ref has made some pretty okay calls for this game, but that one should have been a call for sure. That one's definitely a penalty. Yep, they had maybe three Ballard girls on one of ours, and as she goes down in the box, a very heavy challenge. One time, uh, one time on the final game of my high school season last year, mm -hmm. we were up 4-0, and we should have had a penalty. And I asked the ref about it, and I was like, 
I was on the penalty. He's like, you guys are already winning 4-0. <laughs> so the ref might be playing into that philosophy as if you're winning by you know two or more goals, you're not allowed to have a penalty. Uh, I don't see. That's not an official rule. <laughs> it's not in the rule book, is it? I mean, it's, it seems like that's how high school refs play. True. High school refs are something else sometimes. Oh, it looks like Mercer Allen's number five, Samantha Weiss, just kind of gave that away to Ballard. Ballard can make, contain control. As I say that, they do not. And Kaylee Newcomer has another chance at it. Kaylee Newcomer has a pretty good first touch, i got to say. And she and Mia Shanafel are similar. They're both not the tallest people in the world, but they do have that speed and agility and just the endurance. It's nice to see you mess around keeping the ball fight. Oh, never mind. <laughs> it's nice to see them nice to keep a ball and, you know, pass it around the back. It's always nice to see it when a high school team does that. Yep. But now that we say that, got number 16, that's Stella Rubel of Ballard, just kind of bringing it up there on that side. Can't speak too soon sometimes, Woody. We got people changing left and right soccer. It's a pretty fast-paced game. Might not have any timeouts or anything like that. No football stuff. Ongoing clock. So everything's just going fast, 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 fast. We got our first corner kick of the match. This is for Ballard. Ballard's got a corner kick on the left side of the field. Let's see how Mercer Island's defensive set pieces will line up here. Uh, yeah, we're approaching the halfway point in this second half, so the third we're approaching. I mean, the end third quarter, third end quarter, of end of go. the third quarter, and yep. uh, we'll see uh, how Mercer Island deal with this corner. Yep. Looks like Liv Tellerman and Mia Nakano and Mia Shanafelt. So maybe a double Mia substitution. Oh, we almost got a head in there by Ballard, but I think it was out. Do we have another corner? All right, we got two corners in a row then for Ballard. Let's see if they can do the same thing again, but with more success. And keep in mind, Katie Evans is not the tallest person on this team, and she's playing keeper. Looks like Ballard tried to get a shot in, and oh. it is in the back of the net by Ballard. The score is now 2-1. Mercer Island still leading, but Ballard does get a pretty good corner kick goal. It was off of Ballard's number 10, I want to say. Number 10, it's the center back. Center back on that goal, that's got to be great. Oh, excuse me, Ballard's number 18. The 8 and the 0 look pretty similar. So Zoe Feely-Wheeler is able to score Ballard's first of the game. So far, it's Kaylee Newcomer and Jenna Martin for the Islanders, and now Zoe of Ballard. So it's 2-1 Islanders. Like I said earlier, they can't get comfortable with that. I mean, uh, they uh, best round shouldn't put their heads down, though. It's still 2-1, but they definitely should be a little bit more a little bit more careful. Didn't really deal with the corners both times. Mm -hmm. Uh First time was definitely a bit shaky. Maybe one might say a bit lucky. Yes. They got away without a goal. All right, we got number five in Mercer Island again. Samantha Weiss is having a lot to do on this team. She's just kind of controlling that entire midfield with the help of Addie Waterman. Someone's got to give her some help here. Now Audrey Chris tries to get a ball in there. She's inside the box, but it looks like we have a little bit of a pile up on the field. And the freshman Addison goalkeeper is able to get there for Ballard. Very good save. Came out strong as well. You exactly want exactly. to keep it. Got to show yourself that you're as big as bigger than you can be. Just show that you have all that power on the field. You're the biggest person on that field, and they can get to the ball first. And I think that might have slightly intimidated Audrey a little bit. If Audrey was able to maybe take a step outside, just tap it a little, she could have easily gotten around that keeper. But I believe she was slightly intimidated by the keeper's approach. It's back on the Mercer Island side. They're trying to get a good little ball in there. Looks like they're unsuccessful, and Katie Evans will get her hand on that. We're at 22 minutes and 25 seconds, 2-1 Mercer Island, 8.41 p.m. Sun's completely down. The crowd is full. It's energetic. we got the Mercer Island snail pound here. Yeah, no, I'm trying to see. Always nice to have a snail pound down here. Yes, definitely. <laughs> they definitely bring that in my spirit. Yep. 
All right, Mercer Allen's captain again, Audrey Chris. Have you seen anything from Leela Jacobs yet? Do you know if she's going to come back on so we can have the all three captains on at one time? I think she might be done for the rest of the game. You don't want to, like, hurt the... I mean, you don't want to injure yourself more. It looks like she's just rolling out that calf exactly what I would recommend. Yep. Obviously, I'm not a doctor, but I'm sure Joe <laughs> told her. But Joe has definitely given me a lot of advice that yes. maybe I could become a doctor. Yep, shout out to Joe, Mercer Island's athletic trainer. She's helped me a lot when I played in cross, or not cross country, track seasons and soccer seasons myself. One of a kind. Yep, one of a kind. Can't get anything like that. Joe is really the glue that holds this entire Mercer Island athletic team together. You can see her at soccer practices, football practices. Who knows? I think she might even show up to badminton. Keep in mind, Joe Bryant, the, I don't know, the leader of 88.9 The Bridge, does coach badminton. All right, looks like Katie Evans, our goalkeeper, needs a little bit of a shoe tie because she has her gloves on. But... Very, very difficult to tie your laces with uh Yep, with from first-hand on. experience, that's kind of impossible. We got a little bit, just looks like we could just have a little bit of a shoe tie break here on the field, I guess. A couple of Ballard players needed it. Maybe a little shoe tie break. Exactly. Just have one of those every game. Who needs one of those? All right, Ballard's trying to get it away, but Mercer Allen does have a sloppy touch. It's able to keep it in. I thought that was out for a second. It's on the opposite end of the field. And it's off a Ballard player for Mercer Allen's throw. Do you think Mercer Allen will get a corner? Just maybe. It's, I mean, some, I mean, I, I've seen games where my team's had 20 corners and Definitely. the other, and the other team's had two, and I've seen games when I've had two corners and the okay. other team's had 20. Yes. Games where both of us have had no corners. It's, that's, that's one of the things I love about soccer is that every game is different and unique. Exactly. Some may say, like, it's just the same thing over and over again. But, you get, like, like you just run, you just run and kick, you just run and kick a ball. Exactly. It's much more than that. If you really sit down, you know, you're not on your phone whilst you're watching. You'll see, uh, you'll notice that um, it's much more than a game. Yep. Also, we're just going to put this out there. Jaden Hellman of Ballard has come off, and Jordan Stanley will come on. Got a quick little switch up for Ballard right before this next play. And it looks like Mercer Island also has a sub. Number 10 coming off. Number yep. 10, Hannah Savoy. Yep. Looks like... Number seven, no, Leela Jacob, is thinking about coming on soon. She's lacing up her boots, I believe. I think maybe one, one final little rollout. One final little hurrah for her for this game, and hopefully she'll get a little bit of rest until her next game. I don't know right off the top of my head for when their next game is, but hopefully she will be well enough for that because it will be important. Got a little bit of cross in there for Liv. Liv Tollerman. Got a little bit of energy in the midfield. Not enough, but we do get a switch on the field. Hopefully, Kaylee Newcomer in her oh, front. Oh, she's got through. She might flick it. She might flick it, but it's oh, not curved very in enough close. for number five, Samantha Weiss. Right eye dares. Great ball from Kate yep. Cheeseman using that left foot, which I believe yep. is her non-dominant foot. So it's always nice to see people using yes, their weaker definitely. foot. Yeah, I think Leela Jacobs needs to rest a bit because their next game is an away game at Eastlake on the 9th. So that is a Thursday. So they're just going to have to rest up. Got to keep their players nice and strong. I get that they're young. They're not college or professional level players yet. But, again, they are pretty overworked high school students <laughs> with plenty of homework, especially within these first weeks of school. Plenty of homework. And they practice every day. Yep. Monday to Friday for an hour and a half, which can be a bit strenuous on the human body. Yep. And number nine, number Island, Mac Hamilton, the senior, is trying to get some energy in that midfield. Looks like number 14, Katie Peterson, Peterson is fast. She's getting around it almost 
How many did I just see? Three, three. three defenders? Oh, she's got around another one. Yep, that's, that's four. A, very that's a very good cross. In. It's Number coming five. through. We got maybe Kaisa Olsen getting on that rebound, but oh. she doesn't have enough power on that. Tried to find that bomb corner, yeah, though. That was on her left foot, but if she was able to just get a little power on that, she might have beaten that freshman goalkeeper for Ballard. I, I think she tried to do the right thing. She tried not to, like, absolutely smash it, because when you try and do that, you're just going to you're gonna waste the opportunity and it's going to go way over. And she yep. tried to side foot it and was the complete right thing to do from yep, her. Just very unlucky. Yep, we got a substitution here on the field. Mercer Island's Maya Brandt's coming off, and Mimi Patela is coming back on. Got some new defensive switch-ups, and Senior Mac is coming off. Looks like number five of Mercer Island. Not number five, excuse me. Number six is coming back on. Looks like Katie Peterson is trying to get more energy and signaling the ref that it is their ball, and he agrees. So it's going to be Liv to Katie to She's no, never mind through. to Audrey, and Audrey might have a through ball here. Got three people in the box, four now. Oh, um, is that, that a corner? That Maybe a corner? corner? No, no corner for Mercerland. Still waiting on that first corner. Yep. Yet to have a corner for this Mercer Island team. We've got a couple on Bell Ballard's. Two, one of Two. which was a goal. Exactly, so good on them. And if we can get a corner, get a good set piece like they did, who knows, it could be 3-1 Mercer Island within that next corner. It's definitely, we're past halfway, you know, fi almost 15 minutes left to play. Not long for Ballard mm -hmm. to get back into it. 2-1 Mercer Island. Ballard, I wouldn't be surprised if Ballard got another goal. Mm-hmm. Just the energy that they are both showing is incredible, especially in the second half. They're just all hungry for that first win. I don't know if Ballard has had a game for this, but they did. Maybe not as much energy. energy. Like a really good game. For me, it is. I also did it in high school. This would be a fun one for me. Like, hey, if I was there and I have friends Ballard, I have some in my What do I do? I'm stuck in the middle. But I am definitely an Islander for this. And we got number five, Mercer Island, trying to Ooh, take it in there. But she is fouled outside the box. But again, again. the ref refuses to call it. And KT oh, Peterson. Oh, that's another foul. All right. They have finally fouled. The ref has finally made a foul after how many tries is that? Two tries? Three tries? I think, I think, I think, I think that could be a yellow. I know, I know refs, refs don't really like to distribute the yellow. But I think yep. that Especially I think on another day. I mean, you know in high school soccer, if you get a yellow, you have to be subbed out. So mm -hmm. people are a bit more lenient about getting yellows. Like in my club sport, mm -hmm. I be get, I've been getting yellows almost every game. <laughs> okay, are you but, playing too rough? Give it a break, man. But then on high school, I don't think I got a single one. A bit yep. more, a bit more uh, lean, lenient. I'm not quite sure yep. what the word is. Katie Peterson will be taking this kick. It looks like Ballard's trying to fumble She's a little bit of a wall. This. She might shoot it here. She, oh. And she gets it straight to the hands of Ballard's keeper. One of the most important things about those types of free kicks is to get on target, test the keeper. Although yep. the keeper held on, held to it, uh, might drop it on another. Mm -hmm. Could have easily been something different. That that person is offside. There yep, you go. There we go. We had an offside call finally. That something side ref is pretty on top of things, but we've got to make sure that it stays that way. Got 15 minutes left here in this second half. Mercer Island's up two to one. Time's currently about 8.48 p.m. Sun's completely down. Sky is dark. Stadium's bright, full of people waiting to see the results of this game. All right. We got a Mercer Island free kick after the offside. We got it right to the middle of the field to number five, Samantha Weiss. And she goes down. That's not a foul, though. I wouldn't call that a foul. I'd just say they both ran into each other. I'm going to say she tripped over. Yeah. After she fell, she tripped over. Like, I know we might be a little biased as we were broadcasting those KMIH, Mercer Island High School, but the ref, come on. That didn't seem like much of a foul to me. Oh, looks no. like they might have a breakaway. Is this Ballard's second goal? Can't be giving Ballard's a penalty here. Three, Annie Wellman. 
Oh, there, oh, a bit, she bit might of miss. Another touch on it, but it looks like Mercedes almost controlled it. Bit of miscommunication in the back there. I, I think that might have been a handball. That's a very good ball. Oh, Katie Peterson gets a breakaway to Mercer Islands, number five. Who is that? Who is that? We got that. She That's a foul. Oh, that should have been a foul in the box. That was Mercer Islands, number 16, Georgia Samuels. Number 16? Yep, number 16, Mercer Island, Georgia but Samuels. He's the junior, but we're back on the attack. That should be a foul, ref. But no, she gets back up. Ref doesn't like to give fouls. I Because yeah. down here, I think they should have had a penalty to Ballard, and then now we're back up. Yep, and that should have been a penalty and that's to Mercer an, Island. And that's another foul, yeah. That could be that we just watched too many floppers in professional football, but again, I don't think they sold it enough is what's mm. their problem. Yep. There were maybe two chances there for the ref to call a foul in a span of 15 seconds, and he didn't. All right, Ballard's got a couple substitutions coming on, so we're going to see if anything else is happening for Mercer Island. The flag are hyping up the crowd. We got three of them down there with some flags just going out there, having a good time. First girls soccer game of the season. It looks like Kaisa Olsen is now on the ball. Kaisa Olsen to Katie Peterson, but is intercepted by Ballard. Mercer Island knows that they have 13 minutes left in this half, but they do have to make sure that Ballard doesn't get that one goal that they have been pretty hungry for. Looks like we almost had a handball there by Liv, but she was able to pull it down fast enough. Looks like Ballard trying to get a breakaway on the right side, number 12. As Gemma Sanderson. Not having any of it. Mm -hmm. Very nice sweeper play there. As you can see here, in the, in the first half, I think Ballard would maybe be sitting on the 40-yard line. Yep. As you can see, they're more sitting at the 50. But that's, that can also come into risk as we see balls have gone over the top and it looks like Mercer Island forwards are much quicker than them. Yep, and now as we see that, there's a big high ball, but nobody's able to get a good enough touch on to do some work with that. We've got some... Pretty big tackles in the center circle of Mercer Island. Very nice footwork from nice. number nine, Peyton. Nagakara. There you go. Nothing too exciting except for a little tussle on the third yard line. Everybody's fighting for that ball before it goes out of bounds. And it is still in, surprisingly. I thought that went out. But no complaints here. Ruff finally calls a foul for Mercer Island. So that took him how long? Um, that, that did take, I saw the push maybe a second or two before he called it, but mm -hmm. I think he was looking for advantage, which there was none yep. of. Alright, not an amazing set piece. I found that ref, the ref likes to call the slightest pushes, but now that I say That's, that, wait, I think I do anything. I think that was also a high foot on Mercer, like a foul on Mercer Island. Yep. Yes. Looks like Liv's trying to get a ball in there, and it's going to be off Ballard, so it should be a Mercer Island throw in, in a pretty good location. If they were to sub on Mia Nakano right now, it looks like she's on the other side of the field, though she could get one of her thunder throws. Kaisa Olsen will be taking this instead. She gets it back to Mia Shanafelt, the really fast one. Looks like, is Mia playing center back? Looks like it. Huh. Katie Peterson's going to have a shot. shot from wide out. Oh, and it's my. right over the bar. That was an amazing shot by her if she was able to get maybe lean over it a little bit more. I think see also, good. down at the sideline, Leela Jacob, number seven, yep. cap being a captain on the bench, helping people from yep. that. From that sideline. An injury down there, number eight of Ballard. Looks like Peyton Nagakara, number ten, or not number eight, excuse me, the sophomore midfielder. We've got the trainers going out there. Got a couple of them. She's not getting up. Joe, Joe will attend to that. Yes, be. Joe. <laughs> you don't like to see it, but lifesaver, Joe. All right, looks like Mercer Allen's taking this as an opportunity to regroup and discuss some tactics. Katie Evans coming in all the way from goal, also. Did you see what happened on that play? I thought it was just a little bit of a stumble. I, I, I thought it was a little. I thought it was a cramp at first. Oh, she was just. I felt like she lifted up her leg, and I was like, ah, cramp. You know, people get over. Mm -hmm. People get over it. Um, but who knows? Who knows? We might see. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. 
No, you don't like to see someone getting injured on the first yep. game. Looks like they're going to get her up, find a sub. She's right. been a, an amazing defender for this Ballard team, so if this is the end of her night with 10 minutes left, then Ballard's going to need to find someone else pretty solid. I think they should carry her, carry her off the field. Looks like she's, she's on her up. feet. Yeah, she's on her feet. Hopefully it stays that way. Yeah, it looks like she's okay. Got a little bit of a limp, but hopefully she will be okay. I don't think we'll see much more of her for the rest of the night. Yep. Look at that, Leela Jacob making her return. Yes, Leela Jacob. She had a, I'm assuming that was just a tiny bit of a calf cramp, nothing too big earlier. Yeah. So it looks like she's okay. Replacing Mercer Allen's number five, that is Samantha Weiss. Both of those are such key players in the midfield and the defense. And just having that captain return to the field. I think gonna be a, a captain trade for captain. Exactly. I don't believe Samantha Weiss is a captain, though. Oh. Close, though. All right, looks like a little bit slow on the field. Seriously, nothing too exciting. Sorry for a little bit of a slow commentary right now, listeners, but... Had a little I, don't, bit of I, don't know why, I don't know why he's placed it at a goal kick. I don't think we had a shot for a goal kick, but... Yeah, we didn't, but... I thought it was a throw-in down here, and they've just given a goal kick. Well, now it's a throw-in over there, so... Got a throw-in on the right side for Mercer Allen after the injury time issue picked and was resolved. I think now that... I think that one goal that Ballard scored was supposed to be a wake-up call for Mercer Allen, but now they didn't really take it lightly. But now we're back in, but oh, she whiffed the ball. She hits it... She hit it first with her right foot, then hit, like, so she put her plant leg down, but oh, no. accidentally poked the, uh, oh. Yikes. That was our captain, Audrey Chris. She almost got a really nice shot on there, but wasn't able to keep her feet together. She definitely could have gotten enough power on that. I've seen her before, and that could have easily blasted past Ballard's freshman goalkeeper. All right. Got some throw-in setups. See if we get another thunder throw. That one was okay. Maybe not on the highest of our thunder throw tier list if we were ever to make one of those. But Marsh Ryland's defense is definitely holding strong right now. Kaisa Olsen, the senior, is able to get us a throw-in. She'll be taking that up the line for number 20, Liam Tallerman. I haven't seen much of Mia Fisher if she's playing today. Have you seen number 17 on the field? Um, I don't believe I have. Sometimes it's it's unfortunate because although it is high school season, it's varsity, and everyone wants to play. Yep. Sometimes they won't put on their everyone to yeah. make sure they. Cause mm -hmm. It looks like Mercer Island just trying to close out this game, but yep. it looked like Ballard are breaking with a nice play from number ten. Yep. Number three is pretty open on there, but it looks like Mia Nakano, the Thunder Throw original, is able to block Jeez, that out. There we go. Katie Peterson picking up the ball, doing exactly what she likes to do. Some yep. nice feet. Got some, oh, Ruff isn't going to call that foul. It looks like Katie is staying down. She's she's called advantage. He's he's tried to call advantage with the right thing to do, but I think it took him too long, or just longer than it should have after he saw that hit on those feet. Because it looks like the defender just got her both feet on, and she just kind of fell. Yeah, I mean, he was just trying to play advantage. Because as you can see, like we were still driving, and if maybe a goal come out of that, we don't want to see it called back. Unless like we're going to try another long kick. I think this might be aimed for Katie Peterson again. Yeah. Katie Peterson is the one with the really fast feet and the speed, so if somebody can get ahead on that, that's, like the goalkeeper that's missed go it! And it's what a block! And it's wow. blocked! Oh my gosh, there were three shots in the goal What's with a no block. keeper in there. Num number five, Lulu Montenegro, I believe was the person who made the block on the goal line sliding. Yes, and number 12, Gemma Sanderson also contributed to that amazing play by Ballard. 
And honestly, Mercer Allen, you got to step it up there. Uh, I mean, you credit where credit's due. That is an outstanding block exactly. on the line. That's a goal line save, and I think that will be remembered within the remainder of this week. If, if, Ballard, if Ballard win this game, I'm sure they will give all their praise to those two individuals for making that mm, play. Maybe not even win, just a tie for this game. Yeah, they will give that. Oh, before we do anything, before we go any further, we almost had a good old breakaway by Liv Tellerman, the senior, but it was taken over. Leela Jacobs, the one who came off earlier, it's getting a lot of energy in there, but I like to call fresh legs, if your coach has ever considered it that. Tried to, tried to return the ball, but didn't quite get there. Yep. Throwing for Miss Rowland. All right, we got about five minutes and 40 seconds left in this match. Plus the added time of who yes. knows it will, what it will be. I don't believe they have overtime in this. But Are you sure? I, uh, Mess Around Boys had overtime. Okay. Varsity as well. JV didn't, but Varsity did. So maybe we'll see what the ref decides, because I overheard it when I was getting some player names earlier that there was no overtime, but there could always be a little bit of an injury time thing. Looks like Ballard's got a pretty good breakaway. And if number 10 can get it, oh, Ballard might have a chance here on the left side. Someone needs to watch that back, but great tackle. Yeah, Catherine Mullins, but is blocked out by Mia Shanifelt. Great, great tackle. Goal saving, what am I saying? Goal saving tackle. Yep, Mia Shanifelt has not enough credit for where she is. She was maybe JV freshman year, I want to say. I don't know exactly where she was during the COVID or the bigger COVID year, but now she is varsity starter even. That's amazing for her. Looks like Bella's just trying to keep it on Mercer Island's side for the remainder of this game. If they can hold it out for four minutes or so, they'll do just that. All right, make sure to stick around until the end of this to hear some, maybe some match recaps, what we have in store for the rest of the week, and pretty much all of the above coming from Woody and I. And keep in mind, this the time is currently 9 p.m. You're listening to KMIH, Mercer Island, 88.9 The Bridge. Again, that is KMIH, 88.9 Mercer Island. We are currently broadcasting the very first girls' varsity soccer game of the season. And it's great to see that they are currently winning 2-1 with four minutes left in this half. We almost got some really good footwork coming out here from Mercer Island's number 14, Katie Peterson, who is honestly the queen of speed and footwork. She has just that amazing quality. She's able to sneak through so many She's defenders. She's got body blocks. apparently called off Mercer Island. Okay. It's the row-in, Mercer Island. Mm -hmm. Throwing for Ballard, actually. Oh, for Ballard, yeah. Yeah, which I'm kind of confused about because it was obviously off a Ballard player. But you do you, Mr. Referee. Again, it looks like a Ballard throw, and they're just kind of trying to push it back there. Ballard's looking for, like, one last draw, a little hope in this game. Mercer Island just got to stall down the clock. Oh, we had just had two Ballard players on one Mercer Island, but she's able to boot it out there enough. Mia Shanova gets a hard hit in the middle of the field especially for her size. And now Katie Peterson is fighting everybody in that little section. I think what Mercer Island has the advantage for is the size of their players. Some are big, some are small, and the small ones are in the perfectly placed positions for their agility and speed. So I think we just have to make sure it stays that way for them. Leela Jacobs and Liv Tullerman, both seniors, trying to take over this ball. They know how much time they left, and they're trying to get another breakaway for Audrey Chris, their senior captain, but she isn't able to get a first touch on that. What do you think? We got two minutes, 43 seconds. This is about when Ballard scored that one goal. Oh, is that maybe a touch off the... It's like a corner kick. Oh, no, ref has pointed to the corner kick, but the AR has confirmed it to be a goal kick. All right. Do doesn't look like we'll be getting many uh, corners here corners in this from, game. From Mercer Island at all. Mm -hmm. 
two for Ballard, zero for Mesra Island. Yep, I feel bad for the coaches. You know how much time they sometimes spend on corner kick set pieces at practice. I know I have one or two at my club, and it's, so we'll just see how. Um, I mean, there's no really, there's no skill in getting a corner apart from shooting, and Mesra have done that, mm -hmm. but without any deflections. Mercer Island's number 20, Liv Tellerman, is completely wide open on that side, but is she able to get no. to it before the keeper? No, she is not. Two minutes offside left anyway. on the clock. Cut two minutes left on the clock. It will be currently kept on the ref's watch, and the ref's watch only. The public will not be able to see it. See if what, Ballard can get one more. In what here. is that rule for the uh, referee? I don't know, honestly, but I've just been here ever since I've been here. The ref just keeps the time on their clock. And before we do anything, Audrey has a breakaway. Can she get it in there? Oh, and the just freshman wide. goalkeeper is able to get a slight tap on that. I'm pretty sure she got a touch, so maybe it'll be a corner. No corner. No, it won't be a corner. All right, Mr. Ref, you do you. We got about a minute and a half of estimation, even though we don't have the actual clock going up there. It's on Ballard's half, so it looks pretty strong for Mercer Island, but like I said, within the minutes, just passing and passing and passing. I'm they sure can't get comfortable. MI is going to look to close this out as. Mm -hmm. I've noticed every single corner kick they've had. Yep. Um, they oh goal kick. Pardon me. Uh, they have just said, you know. Yep. It's gone to MI players. And look who's back. We got Jenna Martin back on goal here. Scorer. Mercer goal scorer. And we have Sammy Weiss coming on for Mia Shanafelt, and number sixteen, some George fresh, Samuels. Like you said, some fresh legs to close out. Definitely, and especially ones of that quality like Jenna Martin. This could really do some damage on Ballard within these next, maybe last minute, I should say. Yeah, last minute. Unless there may be a little bit of injury time. Just maybe depends on what the ref decides. Mi minute and a half because of the uh, injury that we that's one of the Ballard players suffered. Mm -hmm. All right, looks like we have plenty of players open on this left side, and Ballard didn't really realize that until the very end. First round's number four. That's Kaisa Olsen, the senior. Tries to get a little bit of a weave-in up there, but can't in time. They can get it to Jenna Martin and Katie Peterson. Those two can make a great duo. Jenna Martin's got the speed and just the size and the height, but Katie Peterson also has the footwork and speed. So those two can put together one quite a combo. All right, we're at one minute and, I don't know, it's like 50 seconds-ish. I don't know what the ref's saying, but we do have a breakaway from Mercer Island. If we can get it to Liv Tellerman on the left side, or she can just shoot and me way over the bar. Nice shot that, out. From that, that shot might run out the clock. She might try and kick it long here, and the ref might just yep. call it. Honestly, Katie Peterson, I think that was going through her mind. I believe she was the one that took that high-end shot. She knows what she's doing. I believe she's played lots of club soccer, so not her first rodeo here. This might be the last attack for... I don't know why Messerana rushing to get the ball to them. We are in no hurry whatsoever. Yep, number two, Jordan Stanley will try and get one more Thunder throw in for this game unless the ref calls it, and it looks like it's not happening yet. So The ref, the ref might let them try and get one chance, but inset by Leah Jacobs, and I believe this might be the game. Unless we're able to get one more, number 14, we get one over to number five, that's Sam Weiss. She's going to get that. We have a couple people in the box, number six, that is Audrey Chris, our senior captain. Let's see if we can get one cross in there and maybe a little more moment of magic for the Islanders. She's so still going. going. She's still going. It's yeah. a goal. And a goal. That's the game. For Samantha Weiss, out of the blue. It's maybe one minute of overtime right now, and she's able to get that. The Islanders are now three and one in their final game. I believe that that's random. a wrap. I think that's a wrap here at Islander Jungle Stadium with that amazing goal by Samantha Weiss. And that was off her left foot. Did you see that? I did see left foot, right corner. It was a very yep. nice finish. He got a left foot. He even had a little bit of a spit on that. So just the quality of all these Mercer Island players I'm excited to see. It looks like he's still going on with that kickoff. Okay, I think that's Katie Peterson with two assists for the night. One for the, uh, for the second goal and one for the third. 
Yep. So we got let's see Jenna Martin. Who else scored? Uh, so, and that's the game. Yeah. Before we go anywhere, game is over. That is the Islanders three to one. Their very first home game of the season. They have avenged JV, who lost one zero earlier to Ballard. All right, this is 88 on the bridge. We will be back soon. We're going to take a quick break and we'll do a match recap. This is Woody and Sophia right here on 88.9 The Bridge. You're listening to Islander Girls Soccer on 88.9 The Bridge. Now back to the field for Girls Islander Soccer at 88.9 The Bridge. Welcome back, Islanders. This is the match recap of today's match. It was Islanders versus Ballard. It was not a conference game, but the Islanders did win 3-1. to one. What are you, How are we feeling with this match result? Uh, I think it's the right result for the right team that won. I think Mercer Ryan played better, had better chances. Ballard had one chance, scored it, and that's about the wrap. Yeah, Ballard got that off of corner kick, which Mercer Ryan had none of those this game, which is kind of surprising. Should have had one of them, but ref decided not to call it. These goals were from Samantha Weiss, Kaylee Newcomer, and Jenna Martin. Jenna Martin, who is in radio, so quick shout-out to her. She's also a sophomore and has more big things to come. All right, anything else you're looking forward to this week? I know we have some other games coming up, and I think there's another girls' soccer game, but it won't be at home. It will be away. Uh, not for me, just I don't think there's a football game I'm going to go to, and I don't really go to any other games. That's fair. All right, so upcoming in this week for 88.9, we have some water polo tomorrow, I believe. So that's going to be a fun one. Is today Tuesday? Pardon me. Thursday is when water polo will be. We had our soccer tonight. We're going to have some volleyball tomorrow, I think, is their first one. We're going to have some 88 and the bridge interviews and such happening there. Also, don't forget to tune into our website. You can listen there anywhere in the world, 88 and we will be there. Thank you for tuning in to 88.9 The Bridge's live sports broadcast, especially the very first Mercer Island home soccer game of the season. We will be taking care of most of these, maybe not every single home game, but as many as we can. And hope to see you again soon on 88.9 The Bridge. <laughs>